0: We have a saying around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? No Brains, No Headache podcast episode 171 starts right now, and welcome. My name is Jordan Weichel. I'll be your host today. I'm damn glad to be here. Happy to meet you. I'm with my entertainer friend, fellow comic, longtime friend. He has been keeping me occupied for the last 5 to 10 minutes with nothing but laughter because he had a couple of doozies. His name is Matt Ongo Cleary. Matt, would you care to explain to our listeners what kind of
0: space cadet you are? Uh, if there had been the dumbest five minutes in history of this podcast, it was not on air, which is shocking. Which is too bad, really. We, we just missed a great moment right before we started recording. So we do an open mic down at Big Dog Tiki Bar every month, and we use our roadcaster for it, and so I set it up. I'm not the ins and outs of the roadcaster guy, or very bright to begin with. Uh, That's I, my job. I set it up to the best of my ability, and I plugged in our headphones into what I thought was the right thing. And Jordan's doing a sound check for him. He's like, <laughs> mine's only in the left ear. And then I'm like, come to think of it, mine's only in the right ear. Jordan looks at the back of it, and I had put them in the left output and the right output. So... up <laughs> Enough! <laughs> And then Jordan falls on the ground laughing. (laughs) I kind of do too, but I go over to get another beer. And then I come sit back down and Jordan just kind of swivels his chair, looks over at the fridge. I left it wide open. Sometimes when I puke a shit. Yeah,
1: Matt is just on a roll today. And that's what you guys are into for our loyal listeners out there. Episode 171. We're mindlessly entertaining
0: if if you haven't figured it out. Can I tell you what I have not stopped thinking about in the last week? What's that? bismarck civil war
1: okay i have been pretty high on that too i have also i have bring it on i've just been playing it through my head the movie the cheerleading movie well, uh, we- weird why stuff. would why would that be i watched it a while back
0: oh you're not relating it to bismarck civil no, War. It's just no no okay you've been thinking about yeah. civil
1: war a lot yeah. i have been thinking of that as well as the movie bring it On.
0: i'm thinking like we have a combination of the hunger games and red dawn yeah yeah Um, and like, if you look at it, divide where we put the divide, the capitals right there, the South has the capital. I thought of what am I doing first? The first thing I'm doing is defecting to the South. And then I thought about this huge battle we have on the river where everyone has their recreational boats. Everyone from the North goes down. Everyone from the South comes up and just meets in a recreational boat battle.
1: Well yeah, and I feel like Tom O'Leary golf course would be a just great a battleground. Yeah, like in the movie The Patriot, when they're just they're sitting there having dinner, you know, reading books, playing with their army men, you know, just winding down for the night after a long day out in the field, manual labor, just trying to relax, and next thing you know, we have we have the Brits
0: I mean, family, invading our cornfields. Families would be divided. Yeah, down divide. Yeah, exactly. Like my sister's right on the edge. I'm right on the edge. you're an edger, but you uh but you're on the north side of it, yeah, but I would defect to the south immediately, yeah, no, you mentioned that,
1: okay, so let's go through the votes by comments here. We got one, two, three for south, okay, one for north, Matt, you keeping track, two for north, three for north, tied at four, or three, four for north, all right, tied at fours. Okay, we got another one for North. That's five. Six for North. Six to five North. And, of course, it's tied. Tied at six. So uh, we didn't accomplish anything. It's. I thought it was, for sure there we were going to maybe get a clear
0: winner. But. It would be a battle. Like, I heard someone comment on, like, Facebook that, like, yeah, I've done a lot of work at people in the North's house. They got arsenals of guns. It's like, I don't think guns are winning this. I think Brute Strength is winning this, and the the South can bench press more than the North, so...
1: Maybe an an idea to play with, we could just take the Civil War into drinking terms. You come up with the South team, I'll come up with the North team.
0: Beer Fest style?
1: Yeah. And we're going to get into the drinks pretty heavily there.
0: I'm in. No monkey chugs, though. That just seems like too much when you're, like, upside down on a pull-up bar. Dude, that's such a great idea, Bismarck Civil War... We can do it at my house. We can play beer pong. That's the only game I thought of, but we can play beer pong. Yeah. Flip or
1: cup. Some quarters. Quarter quarter boink. Yep. As they call it in Germany at Beer Fest. But let's get into it. We got Cleary's comments this week. Okay. Let's party. Matt, why don't you get it started off? Uh, we got a juicy one out of the gate.
0: Have you heard of the Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey thing? Is it drama or what's going on? No, they might actually be brothers. No. So Woody Harrelson's mom knew who Matthew McConaughey's dad was. And when they were on a split, apparently got intimate together. Matthew McConaughey doesn't really know who his actual dad is. And they're from the same town in Texas. Can we not figure this out? Like, are they uh,
1: doing it right now?
0: It was uh, like Murray or Dr. Oz, one of the, like, the uh, TV show hosts, said he would come out of retirement if this was would be the thing he could come out of retirement to say if Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson or brothers or not. And I could totally see it. Just as like a publicity stint? I would watch it. I mean, I guess I'd buy into. It, that could be a pay-per-view thing. But at the same point, then I went down a Woody Harrelson rabbit hole. Nuts. So his dad is a convicted hitman. Okay. He killed a judge in Houston who, and it was an organized hit by the Mexican cartel. Hmm. And just wild. Sounds like a really wholesome upbringing. I mean, Woody didn't really know his dad until like 1981. Which was like past the point of him being convicted, but I was like, "That's freaking nuts." So, are they are are they not related, in your opinion? I think there's a chance. I'm not going to say they are. I think it's a small chance. I think like maybe ten percent. Okay, but like it's plausible.
1: I just feel like we should have figured this out by now. Why don't a simple DNA test or yeah, doing some sort of testing? They're wealthy celebrities. I don't know why.
0: That wouldn't have been done. Maybe this is just all for publicity. I mean, it was McConaughey's mother who claimed that she had been intimate with Harrelson's father, the hitman, around the time of McConaughey's conception. So why so if she wouldn't she be the mother? she was the mother. So they have the same father, is what they're saying. I might have done a terrible job of explaining that.
1: Well, somebody's got to be pregnant here and all they do, they could just clear it up real quick and be like, "Yeah, no, it was me. You
0: guys are brothers." Well, the guys dead. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think it's possible though. Uh, I'm not. Same into it. same small town in Texas, Uvalde. Actually, it's not very small, but it's like 14,000 people
1: and their chemistry on True Detective
0: I mean the stars are aligning here. The well, Hollywood stars are aligning to be relatives. Uh, essentially this is a movie about
1: people in a movie. Maybe they're making it up to make a movie. Everybody loves a good true story these days. I don't know,
0: it's it's a conspiracy theory that I would get on board with.
1: We'll uh, we'll get an update in the future when they take a simple DNA test, yeah. or somebody comes forward and it's like, yes, it's true.
0: But if it's just like yeah, they do a DNA test and like Woody Harrelson gets convicted of a murder that happened in like 2005, Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, runs in the family. You know, I don't know. Time. I got fucking wasted last night. You know how many times it happens that like someone does like Ancestry.coms and it comes back and like uh, you're related to like it happened with the Golden State Killer, like one of the most notorious killers in history some guy in his family like a distant cousin took a test and they were like it came back as a match for the golden state killer and they found this guy he was like 87 years old almost dead
1: yeah that's uh that's mind blowing right now i don't even know what to say that's wild that's why you don't do those things you don't want to know
0: sometimes yeah C- sometimes curiosity it's kills sometimes a cat. like i know if it comes back and they're not brothers and be super disappointed so just let me think of it All like right. never never do it
1: Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, are they brothers or not? TBD, apparently.
0: How's Sober Life treating you?
1: Sober Life is good. Uh, It's almost over. Day of recording, uh, day 29 of sobriety out of 30. So if my math is right, tomorrow's my last day of sobriety. Going to have a couple beverages to celebrate. Wait, are you
0: drinking tomorrow night?
1: I mean, I could technically, but I'm going to probably wait until uh the, the full thirty days is up, and then uh you know have have a couple beverages to celebrate sobriety thirty days pretty wild. uh week four samples. <clears throat> I had three on Thursday, two on Saturday, three on Sunday. We'll just call it two ounces, two ounces of booze, keeping the ounce intake pretty low of booze. um been like to sample a few things. And then today, I was creating some new cocktails, some Halloween-related uh, cocktails, and I sampled four. I don't plan on sampling anymore, so I pretty much did it. I'm the man, I'm the strongest,
0: mentally strongest person around. I will say, I put this down as a note that when talking about your sobriety, it's similar to something either someone either dying or going through chemotherapy. Uh, cause I've gotten a lot of how is Jordan doing? <laughs> um, or it's like, when's he done? Yeah. <laughs> do you very, very do you,
1: similar to a terminal illness? Yeah.
0: Do you think he's going to make it? <laughs> like a, a lot of them are like, ah, uh, how long has he got left? Is This his first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like super similar to someone dying is how we talk about your sobriety. I mean, you know, day by day, I technically, so. ever Is everything okay with Jordan? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's almost like it's a court-ordered sobriety. Oh, it's yeah. Like if I just lifted up my arm here, everyone would see my patch.
0: <laughs> just wearing a dog thing around your neck.
1: <laughs> I don't know how I'd get away
0: with the samples, though.
1: But, yeah, I don't know. Sobriety... I did it,
0: I guess. It, I mean, I, I, when you're listening to this, Jordan's probably shit-faced.
1: <laughs> There's a chance we have a watch party coming up for the podcast. Uh, so we're going to have some beverages as part of that. Uh, so really just getting right back into it. I have two comedy shows in the next two weeks. Also going to check out another one. So a lot of comedy coming up in a short amount of time. So, I mean... Uh, I don't want to say back to the the old ways. I think what I'm going to take from this is the ability to uh, still keep it at a very low number of
0: drinks that I intake. You're still sounding like it's a terminal. Like, if I get a second chance at life, I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm going to change a
0: few things.
1: <laughs> I think the real trick, though, and I thought about it was... Oh, thank you. The real trick... How does the beer taste, by the way? I haven't had a...
0: I've had... Three, four samples of beer, just like a sip. I've noticed that you not drinking has cut down on my drinking except for during the week. I've drank like every night during the week. But I'll go out like Friday and then like Saturday and Sunday. I'm just like, cool as a cucumber.
1: Yeah, well, that's I guess that's what happens. The funny thing is I did drag you out to uh, the bars or a bar that live music episode last episode that we talked about it why do you have to bring that up yeah the music you didn't like where they're just making noise apparently uh, but yeah I think the real test is gonna be th- now that I'm done with my challenge I'm not like challenging myself to anything it's like going to a bar and not drinking I'm gonna try that once of like really in the zone in the zone on a Friday Saturday watching football maybe on a Sunday where it's what you could say a heavy drinking situation. And I choose consciously to not partake. We'll see if that happens. I don't know.
0: That sounds terrible.
1: We'll see. But I think I have another challenge in mind that I will share on next episode for another 30 days. You to so. drink at least
0: six beers for 30 days. <laughs> it's like, uh, supersize me. <laughs> well, because I did super high me, we should do like, uh, super. Drunk me, inside me, where you just get banged (laughs) every day for thirty days.
1: Just get old real quick, (laughs) just like the cheeseburgers at McDonald's
0: or drinking six beers every day. I think I could do it. I've done it before. I the whole time. Actually, the last month I probably did it.
1: Well, this whole time I've had two uh, beers in my fridge that are like craft beers that I'm supposed to try, and I got it like right before I started the sobriety. And they're very large. They're like, I don't know, 20-some ounce beers. Uh, they've been sitting in my fridge this whole time. I've got yeah. liquor bottles, you know, in my liquor cabinet. Been sitting there the whole time.
0: Yeah, see, I've never really been a uh, one to keep booze <laughs> around the house. Oh,
1: we know, Matt.
0: I have a bottle of vodka sitting on the floor there. We know. And I've been tempted to dip into it on this episode.
1: So I guess since I completed this, I'll just negate the $100 that you and I bet on this, and we'll call it even.
0: That's fine. I don't really give a shit,
1: to be honest. Um, no financial compensation, Matt? I
0: went 30 days. Okay, 29 at time of recording. If it would have been strictly money, and I said 30 days sober, how much money would it t- like cost you if I said, oh, you got to go 30 more days? Like right
1: now, 30 yep. more days? A couple hundred, because it's like I've
0: been looking so much forward to. I could pay $200 for you to be miserable for 30 days. Okay, a few hundred, I guess, would be. 300 for you to be absolutely <laughs> miserable for 30 days. $1,000, is that what you want to hear? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know what it would be for me?
1: If I, like right now, I'd pull those beers from you, I'd go pour them down the sink.
0: Dude, I'm. Ten grand, <laughs> maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, it's a good number for me, though. Yeah, I've been looking forward to like just completing it, you know, because it's not a lifestyle change. It's not like a, you know, it's a rehab thing, a
0: court ordered thing. I got into a shitload of trouble, so I'm taking. That's a break. what I've been telling people. Yeah. Well, either, no wonder why they're asking <laughs> yeah, the questions. Either Matt. that, or J. Yeah, Jordan's been in his third round of chemo. He's doing tough. Anyway. He's getting in there. <laughs>
1: Keeping all of his hair, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, he's resilient. But I, it's, it's just like I was looking forward to it the whole time. So When did you get a haircut? Today. Oh, okay. I was like,
0: have I been drunk that long that I don't know you got a haircut?
1: Um, got a show at the end of the week, Matt. Comedy Night 5 is coming up. Yeah, I so. need to
0: shave my beard. I just got some pubes down there. <laughs> um Okay. So last week I tried to do a new segment. You're done with sobriety? Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. And, and For I called, the
1: episode end for good.
0: Afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> forever. Um, unless something happens. Like you die. Um, and I called it FML, like fuck my life of the week. And I was like, that's not us. We need something that's us. And I called it DPR of the week. We've talked about it before. A dick punch rodeo. It's equivalent to something bad happening to you. And someone punches you in the dick for eight seconds. Yeah, up to eight seconds or longer. You could yep. get hung up. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, that's what I need this week. And I'll start it out with, um, I found out I don't have car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so how
1: did you find this out? You get into a wreck?
0: <laughs> no. It was, it, it, It's you know, it's a classic how I met your mother story um is it (laughs) i was texting aaron Jans, who's been on the podcast before and i was gonna go play poker with my insurance agent my old insurance agent (laughs) and i'll read the (laughs) i'll read the text exactly quote for quote um he just told me that you're not his client anymore, and he even messaged you, and after I told him, I said I would make sure that you knew. This must have been a couple of months ago, maybe, and so I responded with, are you telling me I don't have car insurance anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> I said, fuck me. And he said, this is going to be hilarious and then i asked if i could have his car insurance <laughs> he said no could uh, it be and, put on his and then he sent me his my former insurance agent's response i emailed him never checked my email by the way um but it's been like over a year no. <laughs>
1: so at one point <laughs> close
0: to a year and a half i think Let
1: me get this straight. At one point, you were driving around with no active registration or insurance.
0: I was (laughs) an Indian. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, I got to figure out my insurance hopefully soon. Also, this just goes to show that I have an impeccable driving record.
1: That you haven't been pulled over yet? Yeah. Now that you say it, yeah. You're going to drink yourself. Yeah, that is a real dick punch rodeo, finding out that you uh, no longer have insurance. I assume you just thought it was automatic, like, payments.
0: Well, I pay it every January. I just give them, like, a check for the whole year, and I could not remember if I did it or not. (laughs) That usually means you didn't do it. Yeah, but I drink quite a bit, so... um, Yeah, so I had no idea... Another dick punch rodeo of the week. Um, football sucks. And let me tell you why. Okay. Notre Dame lost in historic fashion. Last two plays of the game on the one yard line as time expiring. They only play with 10 people on the field. Doesn't help. 11 versus 10. 11's going to win most of the time. The Panthers are awful. They're 0 3. I know the Vikings are 0 3. The Vikings actually look like a football team. The Panthers, no idea what's going on. And I went 1-14 in in my bets. Translation, I lost almost $1,000 on Saturday.
1: Well, at least you're not paying for insurance anymore, so it's kind of evening out.
0: That's true. I redshirted my insurance. Just uh, like
1: your registration prior to
0: that. And then we'll get into more of the details of it, but every single person on my fantasy teams are hurt. And I lost every single DraftKings I did. I won $9.13 on one of them and I think it was just their way of saying hey, you played in 13 different contests today. Here's $9 so you actually come back the next time. Which I will. You will. You always do. Yeah, was so a loyal gambler. Yeah, this whole week. Huge dick punch rodeo for Matt. The insurance thing. Definitely at the tippy top. <laughs> Who the fuck has the guy God-
1: so Boston College got themselves into a bit of a doozy and in the headlines, um, according to this article that I pulled up, People by Chris Barilla. This was published on September 22nd of this year, 2023. The university is investigating allegations that freshman members of their teams were forced to binge drink and consume their own vomit, per the Heights, apparently. Uh, They indefinitely suspended men's and women's swimming and diving teams, looking into hazing and binge drinking. Freshman members forced to binge drink, consume the vomit. Um, Yeah, and it got pretty messy from there on. Investigating continues as we discuss it now.
0: Um, First thought. Uh, You reading that before it got to the vomit part, I was like, they forced the freshmen to binge drink. And I was like, well, welcome to every single college sport ever. Second thought, if there's going to be any sport that this would happen on, swimming and diving would be towards the tippy top for me. You really think so? Yeah. Those guys are animals. Are they? Yeah. Because they all burn like 4,000 calories a day. So they just eat and drink whatever they want.
1: I was about to say, does it have something to do with just their intense physical regiment that it takes? So they, they work hard. They play harder um, as Boston College suspended the activities of both programs following credible reports. Uh, yeah. pending
0: a full investigation. This could just be that their swimming and diving suck so bad that the team, the college is like, we need to stop funding this. So... Let's just make something up.
1: They, they possibly could. My thought is immediately that they were probably, you know, playing some drinking games, and it, I bet everybody was in on it, meaning they were willing to do it when it started, and then it got really intense. And, you know, I'm sure all of us who binge drank in the college days maybe have had this experience. You have a little too much to drink, and you may or may not just – might come back up into your cup. Yep. And I have a feeling somebody was like, fucking finish that. And the person did and probably didn't feel too great about it. Because my other thought thinking about this was like, you know, just taking the the binge drinking and underage drinking events, including drinking games, according to this article, uh, the Heights on September 19th, 2023, where they said they were, playing drinking games, it's like, okay, everybody partakes in those, especially if you're, like, a coach or, like, a student assistant or something like that. I bet everybody's having that conversation with, like, the leaders of their teams or programs. It's just like, hey, I know you
0: what you guys are going to do when you're not. Rule number one, don't make freshmen drink their own vomit. Yeah. Or rule number one, don't get caught,
1: and that's probably the <laughs> – Discussion that they have with like these leaders of these programs all the time. And cause they know it's going to happen. College is this tricky place where, you know, you reach the the age of adulthood where it's like, okay, you're free to make your own decisions. Like the classic is when, if you go from high school to college setting, it's like your classes are optional.
0: I'm going to say <laughs> that I graduated in four years and I went to Far below 50% of my classes.
1: Yeah, and that's an op- That's a choice that you have to make. I went to my point. biology
0: class three times.
1: And there's just not a whole lot of... I mean, that's pretty impressive, Matt. Biology is definitely one you should probably attend on a more regular basis. My teacher
0: looked like Heidi Heitkamp.
1: Well, that doesn't help <laughs> wanting to go to class. But, yeah, I think everybody partakes in this, and it's just the classic conversation with, like, the coach and or players of, like, hey, I know what you guys are going to do. 'Cause you gotta live pretty much on your own. I mean, you know, you you gotta feed yourself, you gotta wake up, you gotta bathe yourself, you're 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 an adult now, so you're expected to make certain choices (laughs) and it's a college setting where drinking definitely gets introduced. So I, I just feel like this is the one time where it's like, okay, it went a little too far and somebody spoke up about it. This probably happens all over I don't want to make light of the situation could be a lot worse but that's prob- that's my thought.
0: Yeah, it's it's more it's not so bad as it is disgusting which makes it bad. It's the men's and women's team too. I was wondering if it was just one or the other. Oh, the women's team that's kind of hot then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on one today. They apparently reported it to Boston College police. No shit. <laughs> And the student body was surprised that they had a Boston College Police Department defund the police.
1: was not their first complaint of underage drinking of the day. Won't be the last. That's in the news.
0: I have actually in the news. um, This came out today. I sent it to Jordan. I said, hey, did you see that thing I sent you? He said, nope, didn't read it. And I was like, sweet. Uh, Driver choking on French fry crashes into car rental business. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say... The first line of this was a uh, guy was choking on a French fry, passed out, and crashed into a car rental place. Let me put a scenario through you. You're working for a car rental place. You hate your life. <laughs> <laughs> and a car comes smashing through the front window. What's the first thing you do? Probably... I'm, I'm taking
1: the break because it's like, okay...
0: I got my 15 and <laughs> just walk into the back.
1: Yeah, like, uh, <clears throat> this, go, is, go this steal. is an unorthodox work day. I'm taking advantage of it. I'm going to go hang out in the back mm-hmm. and do nothing.
0: Go steal the change out of the passed out guy's cup holder and just hit the vending machine yeah did we
1: have an update on the status of the driver was he choking did he choke to death what happened exactly
0: Uh, i didn't read that far into it did the
1: airbag i'm assuming propel the lodged wedge
0: (laughs) that would be awesome what if he just freaking
1: or also say that happens but he you know is okay or like passes out what's that like waking up in a car rental place
0: I mean, I don't want to say the car rental place, but they give you the tools to be your own boss.
1: Or say you're you're uh, maybe on like vacation, and you fly in, and the flight went well, security went well. You're like, wow, these travel accommodations have been pleasant thus far. And then you get <laughs> to the car rental place, and you just see firefighters and, and cops. There's and, like, just the a front
0: Toyota Tacoma sitting directly through the front door of it. I hope that's not ours. Come on in. You can just walk around it. The guy's just getting CPR.
1: <laughs> Were the french fries scattered like all throughout the dashboard? What kind of french fries? Where are they from?
0: I'm assuming McDonald's. Because okay. those, I mean, those are stiff enough that they wouldn't bend. They would just get lodged in there yeah. if you're just hammering down something in your gullet.
1: Get a dry one. Maybe it was a little hot. Went down the, the, the old gullet. We need more details on the type of French fry before we can even move forward. Yeah,
0: it's it's poor news reporting, if anything. Well, <laughs> also this happened in Kentucky, and if you gave me five guesses on which state this happened in, Kentucky would probably be in there. Okay,
1: probably at least top ten for sure. Gator don't play no shit. Well, you gotta watch out for the French fries making you crash into
0: car rental places.
1: I'm taking the break. Okay
0: um what childhood yard games did you play um a lot of
1: remember i played a lot of kickball i played a lot of football but it was like one-on-one a lot of kick returns to the house
0: (laughs) (laughs) i wrote in my yeah we used to play like two-on-two football and one team had a dog (laughs) (laughs) you'd give molly to one team but molly would always have to be on my team because she wouldn't tackle me and she would just deck people she also could run through the snow a lot better than like we could. Like an airbutt situation. Yeah, it was very much an air situation. Our offense, not great. Defense, she was a monster. <laughs> um, have you ever played, do you play the game Hotbox? Uh, remind me. It's where you go into your car and you smoke a shitload of weed <laughs> with the windows down. I'm just kidding. It's, it's when you have like two bases and there's two people throwing oh, okay. and a bunch of people running and you have yeah. to like run before they throw it three times. Great game
1: or a play at the plate where you'd set up like a third base in a home plate situation. You'd have a base runner in third, like a outfielder and a catcher. And the idea is you would like either hit it or just throw like a pop fly. And then I I wrote, I wrote down in my notes, a lot of collisions. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah, I wrote down in my notes, grossly lopsided sports with neighborhood kids where you'd put like the one kid who's not good at anything. You'd be like, all right, two-on-one football you can be on your own team and just murder him i played all my
1: driveway basketball with either hockey players or very unathletic neighborhood kids and that was pretty much by design
0: <laughs> oh this thought i uh, was this you that told me the story about when jackass came out and yes. you guys were doing <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> can you tell that story because <laughs> it gets me in fucking <laughs> tears every time
1: Well, when the Jackass movie came out, <laughs> <held> it together. <laughs> when the Jackass movie came out, uh, you know, a lot, like a lot of other y- youth in America, the first scene is like, do not do this at home. So what do we do? We, we recreate it at home. But uh, we had to get creative with what we could use because we weren't a Hollywood set. It was just a bunch of idiots in the driveway. And one of the skits was, um, you know, we did other things. Like I had this uh, net that you would like throw a baseball at and it would bounce back to you. There would just be times where I just run at the thing full, you know, full steam ahead and just would run into it and bounce off of it. Or just like jumping into bushes. That was a classic one. Uh, But they, they had these skating ramps. These like hard plastic, they were black skating ramps, maybe like a foot, foot and a half, like at the height of it, and we were all set up uh, to take this scene where somebody was going to ride down and then just, I don't know, just ride off it with their BMX bike and just hit the jump. And so we had the camera ready, and we started rolling, and the person who did this didn't realize that you had to uh, pop a wheelie at the end, otherwise you would just kind of topple over, and that's exactly what happened. Is there was a whole group of us, <laughs> <laughs> and this person just upended themselves over the front of the ramp because they didn't, you know, wheelie, you know, pop a wheelie, and um, yeah, it was quite the the collision. Didn't look great, and it was the classic like all of us behind the camera were like trying not to laugh because it's like, <laughs> and are they okay?
0: Recording on a mo- Motorola, Razor. yeah, it was the. <laughs> Like
1: cheapest oldest camera ever and it just so happened that this was my neighbor and the front door was in like the background, and you just hear this like they just get up and like holding their back and just walk into their house and don't even say anything it's a fucking yard sale there's a ramp, there's a bike all toppled over there's a helmet <laughs> it's just and then there's five of us behind the camera who start laughing once they go inside. <laughs> you got to watch out for the the homemade jackass scene. So uh, maybe that story
0: is only good between you and I, but, man, it slaps every time. I mean, when jackass came out, so many kids hurt themselves, like myself included. Like, we just did dumb shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it would just be stupid stuff, like just tackling somebody unsuspectedly. A lot of pranks, like we were talking about a few episodes ago, just, like, tabletoping, <laughs> uh, depancing, like we talked about.
0: Uh, one of my favorites, so one of our friends has, like, a putting green in his backyard, and there's a shed right by it, and then another shed across from it, and you can jump from shed to shed. And one of our friends <laughs> didn't quite make the jump <laughs> and just hit, like, the ivy that was in there and just kind of, like, slowly fell down. He's like, did you get that? And we're like, we weren't recording anything. We were just jumping. And he's just bleeding down there. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, the only other backyard game, like, everyone had a baseball field in their backyard, but it was super unconventional. Yeah, it's
1: very small
0: or the the widths or lengths were off. Like, mine was you would hit and first base was essentially right in front of you to the tree and then second base was just this huge bush, and then third place or third base was the deck. And the rule was you could throw it and hit any of them. First base was like one foot wide. <laughs> second place was like five feet wide, and third third base all you had to do was hit the deck. Yeah, the deck was, was like was twenty deck twenty four by like thirty eight feet. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> all right, well it's harder as you go. Yeah, and it, there was like one summer we like came back, and also. We never picked up the dog shit. And so like every time you run to first base, you just step in dog shit. And there, there was one summer we came back and we played with a tennis ball and a metal bat. And it's like, oh, people could actually hit it. And I think my brother hit one like 600 feet. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, uh, we can't play back here baseball anymore. To the moon.
1: Yeah, or I remember playing kickball um in between driveways so like the one driveway if you kicked it there that was just an automatic out but you had to hit the certain part of the roof on the other house and then like the wall of the house was fair game so it was a lot of strategy there uh gotta figure out the best way to play it but
0: and those games are the best and like a lot of times but i don't know if this is you with your siblings but when i played with my siblings no matter what happened within five minutes a fight broke out and we were done yeah for sure uh
1: the the emotions running high in the backyard football games matt let me ask you something we were talking about this last week in our text messages our various texts that you and i send throughout the
0: day and um by far the dumbest conversations we have yeah some of it's insightful some of it not so much
1: we somehow got onto the subject of cemeteries and we're talking about how it would just be better if you just, you know, like put yourself rather than six feet into the dirt or however deep it is, and instead into some sort of building, stack them on top of each other with some nice, you know, some nice materials, marble was the example that we used. Yep. Uh, and then we came up with, I also said that there should be a full-service bar in this building. As there should. And then we got onto our newest brainstorm which i would like to discuss now a cemetery slash dave and buster's crossover do you think it could be lucrative
0: yes and i thought of this a little bit more and how you have like that hallway there'd be a dave and buster's on the other side Mm -hmm. you can always go over to dave and buster's but there'd be a full service bar on the other side and a big hallway of people that have died dave and and buster yep you got dave and buster that could be our slogan nice and you literally anyone that has died there there you put two people on their invite list that anyone that died there gets an invite to your party so let's say that i had a loved one that died there anytime someone dies and gets buried there i get an invite
1: okay so, you get so to come I, come I to can the party
0: i can go there and be like hey yeah that's tim Is the
1: Dave and Buster's open to the public?
0: When there isn't a funeral, yes. Which would would be kind of weird. We'd need to get, like, some sort of... It would need to be location, location, location. (laughs) And it would also need to be a fucking huge hallway. Because people die quite a bit.
1: Well, I think we work out some sort of membership. You know, if you pay to get buried there, then, like, okay, we're talking membership.
0: But I'm not talking we do coffins. I think... Only people that have been cremated, so you get, like, a little thing. We're trying
1: to save on land space here. Yep, The less cemeteries out there, the more real estate we have.
0: I also had this thing, because I was thinking about um, talking to your girlfriend, actually, about uh, real estate in New York, and how she was showing me this apartment that essentially had a fireplace in it, (laughs) but they put a stove (laughs) in the fireplace. Yes. And I was like, okay, well... There's a lot of cemeteries in that Manhattan, Brooklyn area. We start decommissioning the cemeteries yeah. and building skyrises on them. I like that. I like that a lot. But I don't know how you do it. Like, hey, here's... We need to hi- hire a gravedigger first. Uh, you want to get the people out of there or just build on top of it? Mm, maybe we just build on top. Yeah. See, I would say you go to every family and say, here's $1,000. bucks. we are going to fucking put a 38-story <laughs> <laughs> building on it.
1: And this just, like, turns out, like... The, all the people buried there like there's so long ago they don't have any family yeah that. yeah it's so, like
0: well then that's a win yeah we're gonna and take it over dave and busters crossover <laughs> oh there's it's a hard dave- to be sad there's a dave and busters going into queens yeah not what you'd think of a normal dave and busters it's also crematorium
1: yeah well everybody that we build over we'll just we'll put their name on a plaque small Love. small one <laughs> no yeah size they, of a
0: note card yeah they get a they get a they're like you when you donate money to a place and they're like oh thanks for the ten thousand dollars here's a little plaque you'll get one of those in ours dave and busters yes
1: we're gonna start stacking
0: stacking yep. and then we're playing dave and busters get a oh. bite to eat play some pop a shot with your friends the, as you're just bawling your eyes out because your loved one died
1: yeah i'm terrible at the arcade basketball
0: games oh yeah i get way too anxious and i just start throwing shots
1: yeah i can't you know we played
0: we played it in austin that one time and it was just a disaster yeah that one it's was like final, final score three to two
1: i just i don't have a great basketball shot i don't know i lost it i also when there's all the balls are coming down i actually take one out because it's sometimes too many yeah it's, i want to get
0: in a rhythm like my anxiety goes it's like watching red zones like I, I don't i don't need that much coming in
1: and then you have one ricochet off the rim and it's like hitting somebody playing pinball. Yeah. And it's like, do I go tend to my basketball that is rolling over there? Or do I just, I, and I, you continue playing.
0: Yeah. So you're trying to set records. Or playing skee-ball and you throw one and it like hits and comes out and it just makes the loudest noise ever and everyone looks at you. Mm-hmm. We might need to take those out of our Dave and Busters. If anything more. Arctic Thunder. Let's have all the good ones. Yep.
1: A lot of uh, a lot of pinball, a lot of the classic arcade games. I don't know how those things stay in like decent shape so when you put when I play an arcade game with the joystick, I'm like ripping. Oh yeah, that thing I, I will
0: break that thing off. I broke the Buck Hunter at a ro- local ar- arcade, and it still is not fixed. <laughs> well, you were actually there. Is the Buck Hunter fixed?
1: I thought it, it was like a Safari one. Now,
0: oh, okay. Well, their old Buck Hunter, I snapped that rifle off. <laughs> The whole cord came off. They, really? they were so mad. <laughs> Dude. They're like, it happens, but how the <laughs> fuck did you do that? Uh, let's
1: move on to Facebook Marketplace. What do we got in the docket this week? I don't know. Let's, let us let me check. We got a couple doozies, I believe. As you know, may or may not know, Matt and I talk about the lovely platform of Facebook Marketplace because you can constantly find good stuff on there. Okay, let's work backwards. This is in a garage sale page. Pam says, smoker, question mark, which is like an odd way to start. What are you talking about? Are you trying to call in all the Marlboro yeah. country, or what are we talking about, smoker? Free old-time fridge to convert to a smoker if someone wanted to, and it is a very old fridge. Um, She's just suggesting that you take on like a, a project of converting this fridge into a smoker, even though she's asking smoker question that, mark. I feel like you're asking for the smokers.
0: I'll be the first one to say that those fridge, because I have one in my garage, you help me move it. Yeah. they are the They are like you could survive a nuclear bomb. Like Indiana Jones is not fucking around. And she just wants that moved for free. There's no no chance she wants, like, anyone to... If anything, use it as a fridge. It's a fucking bitchin' fridge.
1: Just storage. There's so much room in there. Oh, our next one, Matt, you want to take that one, the, uh, the set of wheels? Oh,
0: my God. Someone put a bike <laughs> for sale right next to their grill in their shitty backyard. Well, probably nicer than mine. But instead of putting, like, a price or anything on it, they just wrote in a hundred and fifty dollars but like didn't finish the zero that's how much they wanted for their bike absolutely worthless
1: i wonder how much the grill's worth they leaned it up against a nice grill we should have like got the address from this person and showed up and just showed no interest in the bike and just be like so how much for the grill
0: or or take, they're like, oh, 150 bucks, and give them the money, and you take the grill and the bike without them <laughs> knowing.
1: <laughs> it's like when I picked up my TV that time. Oh,
0: we almost stole that guy's brand new TV. <laughs> if we weren't in the same exact building, I
1: would have thought about it more. Um, we got Bismarck people reporting news.
0: Oh, is this uh, the Barbara?
1: Yeah, I'm confused.
0: Someone posted, Barbara, my mom found your phone in a grocery store parking lot. If you're missing the phone, give it a call we can give it back and someone just commented how can barbara call her phone when she doesn't have it what a paradox (laughs) and then someone just goes in landline question mark and someone comments oh so she has to travel back in time too (laughs) do people still have those
1: this poor barbara left her phone somewhere (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's just getting roasted unknowingly
0: on Facebook Marketplace. But there there has been times. So um, an idiot friend, like, dude, are you kidding me? That friend. Um, <laughs> one time I was with a friend and he was like, oh, I don't know where he put my phone. And then he found it and he was like, I wonder if he's this dumb. And he texted him and said, hey, where'd you set my phone? Guy had to know that he found his phone. This was before, like, oh, I had it on my iPad or anything. And he said, "By the TV. It's like, fuck. (laughs) Jesus.
1: Uh, That's all we have for Facebook Marketplace, but you also sent a picture of your alma mater, your college alma mater having day class, class during the day on the Shire.
0: Uh, Yeah, basically on the lawn. You don't need to call it the Shire. (laughs) This isn't Lord of the Rings. Um, and my caption was, this is why people think we're not in actual college. Myself included.
1: Matt, what can our listeners do and what kind of events do we have coming up?
0: Comedy Night wait, wait, 5. Wait, wait, We have Mini Helmet Fantasy Football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: We'll but tell them also, anyway.
0: <laughs> Comedy Night 5, September 29th. Tickets are selling, by the way. And you can go hit the link in our bio or you can buy tickets day of at Dakota Stage Theater, downtown Bismarck. We got me, Jordan. Pedro Franco, he's from Brazil, six foot eight, looking for a woman. And Zach Rittenhouse, all the way from Fargo, by the way of Wapatin. If you don't know Wapatin, it's just a bunch of meth labs that they put on the interstate. It's a town.
1: <laughs> Comedy night five should be a good one. I checked this morning. There are still some reserve seating. If you want a good spot, check that out as well. Mini helmet fantasy football. Uh let's get into our updates before we uh, really crack down who won this week. And, Matt, our you and I have a podcast team, the NBNH team, the no-brainers, and we, we put our minds together. We feel like we're strong. We've done decent in the past. This looks to be not our year.
0: So let me go through of what we have for literally everyone. We have five starters hurt. Saquon Barkley out. Jamal Williams. On the IR. The handcuff that we drafted for him, Alvin Kamara, comes back next week, but he's currently still suspended. Uh, Christian Watson hasn't played for a hamstring injury. That's nice. Deontay Johnson, my lock of the year, immediately hurt. Yep. And Cooper Cup, our first-round draft pick, yet to play snap. so that's great. How many players is that? Six. <laughs>
1: oh my Don't we also have Joe Burrow? Did you mention him?
0: Yeah, he's playing tonight, though.
1: Okay, but he's, he's dealing with a lingering yep. injury.
0: It's it's an absolute just debacle. Of What's our record? Zero and two right now. <laughs> we might squeak out a win. We are in tenth of tenth. Um, it is not great for the home team, as they say. I mean, and even like I talked about it earlier. Everyone like I had my first two draft picks, in my other league Saquon, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's leg is not attached to him anymore.
1: That'll
0: happen. How are the Mon- Mound Dogs doing?
1: Mound Dogs, we it's week two of championship week. Um, I just checked in the matchup change a little bit. I am actually losing four to five to three. Three of the categories are tied, so I'm losing four or five. Uh, but I was winning last night on Sunday, so I technically won the first week. Uh, it's a battle out there. I've been streaming a lot of relievers and just trying to play which categories I need to focus on, uh, either batting or pitching. But the Mound Dogs... Got a few more days left. I got seven acquisitions left. Better use them wisely. The bat's got to come alive. Pitching's got to stay solid. And if the Mountain Dogs win, God willing, uh, that'll be three championships in five years, aka a dynasty in a eight team league where nobody gives a shit. So something to hang my hat on.
0: Yep. Absolutely. A little self esteem boost. Do you win the first week? Does that matter at all? Or does it just matter? No, it's a
1: two week thing. But all of last week I was getting beat like. Two to nine to one, just losing a shit ton of categories, but I kept battling throughout the week. Um, what, what my problem right now is, always forgetting when that first game starts every day, because once that first game starts, all transactions are locked for the day. Yep. And of course, our beloved beloved Cubs, they always play like a one twenty afternoon game, and then the rest of the league doesn't play till like six yep. p.m. So it's like no lineups are out, so you can't really tell. You got to just. Go on a fly there, I guess. But I was losing a lot last week. I made it close. I'm keeping it close. So update next week on the Mound
0: Dogs. Hopefully got another championship uh, under the belt. So mini helmet fantasy football recap of last week. Jordan had Lamar Jackson, 28 points. I had Jordan Love, 25 points. Jordan had CMC for the third week in a row, suspicious, 22 points. I had Kenneth Walker the third, 29 points. Good matchup. And here's where it goes downhill for Jordan. Uh, Garrett Wilson, 9 points. Matt Tyreek Hill, 30-burger. Ooh, Jordan had Michael Mayer, 0 points. Nothing? Matt, had, Matt had Evan Ingram, he had one target, 13 points. <laughs> Matt sets a new high record of 97 points, according to my archive, which is three weeks on this piece of paper. That puts me at the highest ever. Of the season. Yeah. Jordan's still up 2-1, to one, but we can get into the new week. We have the Monday night matchup taken out, which is the Giants and the Seahawks. And there's only one. There's only one next week. I double check that. You might want to double-check that. I will triple-check it right now. How mini-helmet fantasy football works is we have a, a sack of all 32 teams. We take out the Monday night game because that's when we record. But we get a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end. You can pick it in any order. But the winner goes first, so I'm going to go ahead and go first.
1: I'll pull up my lineups. Matt was nice enough to give me um, a depth chart of every team. Yep. I'm going to
0: go to that as well. I'm on the Woody Harrelson Wikipedia page. Okay. And I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to dig deep, hopefully, get a team we haven't had yet. And I get the Bears. <laughs>
1: Like the Vikings are bad, but the Bears are
0: somehow worse. Um uh give me DJ Moore. It's actually not bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but he has a ham sandwich thrown to him. That's yeah. like the only pick you can do with the Bears. I wonder
1: what the deal with Justin Fields is. Uh I got the San Diego Chargers. Uh, after the show they put on against the Vikings. I feel like he's got to build off of it. Let's go with Keenan Allen. I mean, he just raked up the targets, the receptions, the yards, he the set passing yards.
0: NFL record for, like, most 15 catches games. He's a beast, yeah. Keenan Allen. And he threw for a touchdown. Yes, he did. Uh the Niners. Nice. Give me CMC.
1: CMC is featured for the fourth week in a row in Mini Helmet Fantasy Football. Always nice to get one of the best players from a fantasy football perspective. By the way, Super Bowl picks. Uh, I picked the Vikings. They're 0-3. <laughs> well, my
0: Panthers are 0-3. At Ooh. least the Vikings up. Oh, that's a good one.
1: Got the Dolphins. Um, fuck, I already took Keenan Allen. So give me Tua. He's he's on fire. MVP favorite. Barring a massive concussion. Yep,
0: and that's where his season went to shit. I got my Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Who play the Vikings, the Owen 3 bowl.
1: Watch party. Want to watch the game with Matt and I? Let us know.
0: Give me uh, Hayden Hurst. All right, to go for the Chiefs right about now. Really? Well, Chiefs don't have a running back, but you could use a tight end. Also, saving quarterback to the end is not great. Oh, great.
1: Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals. They pulled one out, but I still don't like them. Um, give yeah. me Zach Ertz. James Conner. No, give me Zach Ertz. I my nuts, take... Zach Ertz. I want to take my chances on a better running back. All right. Not many out there. Quarterback
0: is... Kirk Cousins, that's a great quarterback pick. I mean he He's does lighting throw it up. a million times a year.
1: Three at least three touchdowns a game, at least like three hundred and fifty yards. at least two
0: interceptions a game when it matters. Okay, and I got the Browns Nick Chubb line it up. <laughs> uh, what's his name, Jerome Ford? <laughs>
1: He didn't have a bad game last week. so Yeah, but
0: now uh, Kareem Hunt's going to know the offense. Jordan has Tua, Jerome Ford, Keenan Allen, my nut, Zach Ertz, and I have Kirk Cousins, CMC, DJ Moore, Hayden Hurst. Good luck. Uh,
1: that's our episode. Yeah, I mean, great. Check out Comedy Night 5. Follow us on social media at NBNH Podcast or just search No Brains, No Headache. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Hope you en- enjoyed the production uh, what do we have next? Episode 172 coming up. This is a freestyle at the top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Again, 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 again. I do it only once. I go down that river slow To the place I shoot like Carmelo I'm living my life and we go hard Floating on the river in a party barge And I see you on a sea dude Your shirt was white and it was see-through Please use your spray no mosquitoes Every time you found me